Howdy, everybody. One question for you. What in the world is going on with folks these days? I understand there are many who are concerned about this new viral pandemic coming from the COVID-19 virus, but come on. This is the short fat guy, Dr. Davis, with my take on some of the happenings taking place while everyone is trying to steer clear of the latest deadly strain of coronavirus at the center of the current pandemic. I had originally planned on episode one to discuss the changes which is, have uh, been happening in the music industry for the last 50 years. But our current national situation is of a bit more concern to all the folks I speak with. So, first let's go back to the beginning. Think back now. When do you remember first hearing about the coronavirus? Was it December? January? Or were you living under a rock and didn't hear about it until the end of February? There's been so much disinformation flooding the internet and the news media, which makes it extremely difficult to figure out what's the truth and what's the script for a great horror flick. I first heard about this uh, Corona or COVID-19 virus from a news broadcast. That made me turn to the internet to investigate this new strain of the coronavirus for myself. Now, I was kind of shocked at what I found reportedly coming from individuals, which everyone was referring to as whistleblowers, who were actually and supposedly inside China at ground zero. In other words, in Wuhan, working in and around the Wuhan hospital where everybody was supposed to be going to get treated or to die, whichever. I found videos that were already beginning to surface from a man who was purportedly a doctor and one who was working at the hospital in Wuhan. Now, you know, there, there are a lot of folks that say, well, he wasn't a doctor and he didn't work at the Wuhan hospital. Well, you know, there are other folks in the medical field who recognize that he was a doctor and he did work at the Wuhan hospital. So, you know, again, don't believe anything that's on the Internet. You know, try to get as much information as you can. Draw your own conclusions. Anyway, these videos raised my concern a good bit. But I'm not one to believe that everything that's on the Internet is true, as I just mentioned. So I decided to keep watching. Keep waiting, keep listening for anything at all that came down the pipes that was new about the COVID-19 virus. Well, the news kept coming, and in some cases that news was much more frightening to me. Folks posting videos from inside the hospitals and from the streets of Wuhan showing hundreds and hundreds sick and waiting to be seen by medical staff. And there were even 
some videos and some pictures of folks that were dead um, and even almost dead lined up along the hospital walls and uh, even, you know, on the floor as this outbreak got worse. When I heard that it was spreading into other countries, I knew it was going to be a viral ailment I wanted and needed to avoid. Now, it's not only brought other countries to their knees, but it has all but shut down the United States. Now, this is nearly unprecedented since the last World War. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody's alive today, um, or if there are, there are a few of them, who can remember the rationing that occurred during that last war. I mean, there were folks that were living on, on roughly eight to 1,200 calories a week as far as their ration was concerned, and they didn't complain. You know, they stayed at home. They, they turned over everything they could as far as their hours and, and any kind of possessions that they could think to donate to the government to help out for the war effort. It wasn't a big deal. Well, you know, the president keeps saying we're in war right now. Well, and yeah, that's true. We are kind of in a war right now. The problem is... Um, too many of the younger folks don't think that it's a serious thing. I uh, don't want to get started on that just yet, so hold that thought. Let me continue on. When I see how the social distancing thing has progressed, it makes me go back and think of the movie Demolition Man. I don't know if you've seen it, but... You know, if you're into the sci-fi, futuristic, um, post-apocalyptic kind of movies, then this is a good movie. It's kind of funny, um, kind of serious. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a movie you really want to take seriously. But, you know, anyway, one of the big things was... Um, this was after so much stuff has happened and, and the world basically, or at least this country, um, has been shut down and is ruled by one person. And um, he's not really a president. He wasn't elected. He just kind of took over, um, but in a passive way. And everybody just loves the guy. Well, he outlawed all human contact. You couldn't hug them. You couldn't give them a handshake. You couldn't pat them on the back. God forbid if you kiss them or, or, or wanted to be intimate with anybody, you just couldn't do it. Now, one of the ways that these folks greeted each other was they would stand in front of each other and they'd hold up their hands right, right apart from one another and just circle them around, you know, clockwise, never touching but that was considered a handshake. You, you hold your hand up and then move it around clockwise a couple of times, right as you're facing the other person, and that's your new socially accepted handshake. Okay? F folks, w where are we now? So few people are shaking hands. They're doing the fist bump. Uh, well, no, wait a minute. That's... That's kind of gone to the way of, of the, uh, the dinosaur. So 
maybe an elbow bump. Well, you know, I don't want to get so close that, you know, they might open their mouth and, and I might get some of the their fluids, uh, my nostrils in my eyes or in my mouth too and make me sick. So let's just do this little fist kick thing. Or not fist kick, but uh, foot kick thing. You know, where you stand away from one another and you lift your foot up and you kind of knock it on one side or the other with the other person's foot. Well, you know, uh, according to the guidelines laid laid out by the government, that's still not far enough away from one another. You should be staying at least six feet away from one another. So basically, if you want to greet somebody using a hand or an arm motion, you just wave at them now. Or, you know, try the demolition man greeting of the future by holding up your hand and moving it around in a counterclockwise circle. You know, you look like an idiot, but at least everybody knows what you're doing. Okay, anyway, they carry on here. The whole problem is, you know, I mean, it's always been kind of common sense to... um. You know, keep your hands washed, especially if you've been messing around uh, out and about doing stuff. You know, uh, it's just good to try to keep your hands clean. Um, as as a population globally, I think that's one of the things that, that we keep forgetting. And it's it's not just to keep from spreading the COVID-19 virus. I mean, you know. I'm a musician and I have gone to numerous venues and had to use the restrooms there and actually witnessed, uh, I'm not going to call them gentlemen, I'll just say men, young men more than older men, will come out of a stall from, from sitting there for a bit or they'll step away from a urinal and go grab the door handle and go right out. Even though there's at least one sink in there with plenty of, plenty of soap and plenty of hand towels to dry your hands with. They don't wash their hands. And I imagine, you know, if they go back out there and they see, some, see somebody they haven't seen in a while, they're going to extend that hand and handshake them. Well, you got to ask yourself, with which hand was he using when he wiped or when he held it? Hmm. Anyway, here's the problem as I see it. This new coronavirus strain is decidedly different from most anything else we've seen so far. And that includes the H1N1. Part of the problem is that so many of the infected don't show signs of being sick. And other folks only show, you know, mild, like, kind of like they've got a cold. It's not bad, but, you know, they feel like they might have a little cold. Still other folks get fairly sick, but don't have to be hospitalized, while another group of the population either comes very close to dying or actually dies from complications stemming from the original viral infection. Now, did you hear what I said? They die from complications stemming from the original viral infection. Okay? 
for all of these people who are dying, it is not the virus that is killing them. The virus causes a secondary problem within the lungs, um, creating all kind of problems with pneumonia and everything else. And then it finally gets to where the, the actually the thoracic cavity, the, your chest cavity is so full of fluid surrounding the lungs and in the lungs in, in most cases that you cannot exchange oxygen to survive. So you die. Now that's something that you have to, have to keep in mind. That last group that I'm talking about seems to be that slice of the population which, you know, are already known to have issues such as heart disease, diabetes, uh, COPD, and, and other ailments and diseases which lower the immune system and otherwise have a direct relation to healthy pulmonary function. Okay. Again, this virus isn't killing people. The secondary infections, which the virus cause, are killing people. They are the killing factors. Pardon my French here, but it pisses me off to see so many of the millennials and younger that don't seem to care if they might be a carrier of the COVID-19 or don't think they'll get sick with it at all. And beyond that, it really doesn't matter if they get sick. Big deal. You know, I'm sick. Well, you know, don't they have grandparents? Don't they have, don't they have parents? Aren't they around some older folks who, who might not be as healthy as they look like they might be? You know, still others think that it's some kind of hoax, if you can believe it or not. I, I know this for a fact. They think that it's a hoax perpetrated by the world's governments, including our own. Oh, man. You know, I, I tell you what, it's those kind of people that keep tempting me to start a cult. These people can be convinced to believe anything. So I can convince them to give me all their possessions, all their money, anything and everything that I want, then all I got to do is skip the country, go buy an island, and live happily ever after. The only thing that keeps me from doing something like that is my conscience. At first, I, w I wasn't built that way to take that kind of advantage of folks. Secondly, I wasn't raised that way. You know, and the thing of it is, I, I know for a fact if I tried to do anything like that, both my mother and my father would probably beat my butt to a pulp whenever I got to meet them after I pass away. Come on, people. Understand that the medical field doesn't have all the answers yet to this new strain of the coronavirus, this COVID-19 that they've named it. They don't know yet how long it survives on various surfaces or how long it can live in the water droplets which are sprayed into the air every time somebody opens their mouth 
They just don't know. Why do you think we're so uneducated about this virus? Because it's freaking new. There hasn't been sufficient time to learn enough about it. At least not yet. But there are many fact-based places that you can visit to get an accurate or some sort of accurate information on how to stay healthy and safe these days living with not just the the uh, COVID-19 virus out there, but all the rest of the viruses that are out that are killing folks. These are websites uh, like the CD's, CDC's website. Um, Red Cross, that's, another, that's two of them right there, where you can go to get good information on how to protect yourself and your loved ones, okay? The best place I've found so far is um, the government's own coronavirus.com website. Go there, you can learn anything you want to learn about the coronavirus or COVID-19. Anything. You can also keep up with, you know, and the infected and all this other stuff. I mean, you know, you don't have to rely on the news media. You don't have to rely on just one source for your information, folks. Because no matter how hard some of these uh, like news media, global news medias and stuff try, they are still going to be inaccurate at times or not quite give you fully everything you need. It's just the nature of the beast. But if you sit down and you will go and investigate all this stuff on your own from multiple sources, then at least you can make an intelligent deduction on what's really true and what you need to worry about. Now, why do you think my premiere episode has to do with this coronavirus, this COVID-19? I'm going to tell you. Why it's so concerning to me is I happen to be in a part of the population which is at risk from dying if I should get infected. I have heart disease. I'm a type 2 diabetic. I was a smoker for most of my life and I still vape today. So, I am at a higher risk should I get this virus. Like many of my friends. I've got a lot of friends who are in the same boat as I am. Guess what they're doing? exact same thing I'm doing and staying at home as much as I can to stay away from folks who are possibly infected. Knock on wood, so far I'm lucky. As far as I know, I don't have the virus because I've been careful. I've been washing my, my hands. I've been washing my face regularly. I mean, my hands look like you could probably plant crops in them. They're so dry right now from washing them. You know, I don't care. At least I don't have to worry about the COVID-19 virus getting into my mouth or, you know, getting into my mucous membranes as I dig around for a booger or something, you know. <laughs> so anyway, to all you folks who think it's not a serious virus, wake the hell up before you wind up infecting folks like me. I got, I got another question for you. How many of you went out and bought every single pack of toilet paper you saw 
and then turned your attention to hand sanitizers and Lysol-type cleaning products. Go ahead, raise your hand. I'm waiting. Be, uh, be honest now. All right, go ahead, put your hands down. I can maybe see stocking up a little bit on the hand sanitizers and disinfectants. But toilet paper? What the hell? Do you really think that a variant of the cold family of viruses is going to give you the runs? Montezuma's Revenge? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Maybe you just plan on using several rolls of toilet paper to blow your runny noses. That's, that's probably it, right? Yeah, that, well, that's what we'll say. Nowadays, it's getting difficult even to find most food items. You know, stuff that I like, like Carolina Pride Thick Slice Bologna, Duke's Mayonnaise, Oh, for God's sake, no meats, no breads, even some soft drinks are becoming scarce. Now, here's another thing. The major shippers, you know, the, the folks who, who uh, carry your packages from the retailer to your home or business. Well, I guess it's to your home now since all the businesses are closed. The major shippers, FedEx, UPS, USPS, which is a United States Postal Service for you otherwise uneducated folks, and other delivery folks won't do signature required deliveries anymore because they're afraid of either spreading the COVID-19 virus or catching the COVID-19 virus and spreading it. Now look, I have been known to be um, kind of out there at times, but I got to tell you that a lot of the things that I have predicted in the past have happened and are, as we speak, coming to fruition. Now, here's a little thing I want I want to run by you. You know, take it for what it's worth. You can believe me or, or don't believe me. And if it doesn't come true, then you can say, oh, well, he was a stupid idiot. But anyway, I predict that all these shipping services within our own borders are going to be stopping, ceasing deliveries of anything deemed not to be a necessity very, very soon. In other words, online shopping is going to be the next big industry affected by all the new restrictions ordered by our government. So, you know, bottom line is this. If, if there's something you've been putting off buying online and you still have the financial capabilities to do it and you still want to buy it, you'd better do it soon. Here's what I understand about what makes this new virus so dangerous. First, you might not know if you have it because you don't show any signs of being sick. Well, uh, in some cases you can be a carrier and never show signs, okay? 
But then you might be carrying this virus for four or five days before you show the first sign. So think about how, how many people you've come in contact with during that period that you probably made sick. And then think of how many people not knowing that they were sick, they passed it on to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like it can get into the tens of thousands in a very short period. Okay, you might think you only uh, have a cold, as I said earlier, because you don't don't show these serious signs of being sick like others who are quarantined or hospitalized with a virus. Um, there's a you know you might get to the situation where you could be sick enough that you want to stay at home and in bed until you feel better, but but here's the deal. Your spouse or, or another family member may still be going in and out of the house, potentially infecting hundreds or thousands more. Now, it's just, it's just crazy to me. If somebody in your house is sick, stay the hell home. You know, ask a friend who you know is not sick to go to the store for you. Have them drop it on the porch for you. Don't get them sick. All right, you might be sick enough, or might get sick enough, that you want to actually see your doctor. Well, probably not a good idea to go out in public and possibly infect others who are already sick with something else in the doctor's office. So what you should do is call the doctor's office before actually going in. They may want to see you. They may tell you to stay put and sequester yourself and anyone else who lives with you. Or they may tell you, go to the hospital because they really need to evaluate you and, and maybe see if you need treatment. Either way, plan on you and your household being quarantined. Bottom line is this. Make a concerted effort to keep yourself healthy. Wash your hands until they crack open from dryness like mine. I'm, I'm going to plant tomato plants in these hands. I'm kidding you. They're cracked open like you wouldn't believe. Dry as all get out. I just have to keep watering them so that tomatoes will grow. Another thing, disinfect all surfaces regularly, especially hard or uh, non-porous surfaces like your countertops, um, the handles on your faucets, uh, your doorknobs, your steering wheel in your car for crying out loud, the handles on your car, anywhere that you touch on your car, disinfect it. Keep some doggone, uh, some of those uh, sanitizing wipes in your car so that if you've touched something getting into your car or before you got in your car, you can wipe down the gear shift and, and the uh, steering wheel. Okay? Clean stuff. Okay? Wash your blue jeans more than once per month. I know the guy at uh, Levi's said you're never supposed to wash your jeans. Well, I just want to say, don't listen to him. 
He's out of his freaking mind. Anyway, here's another thing that, that folks just don't think about too much, okay? Take regular showers, especially during any kind of viral outbreak. I don't care if it's this one um, or some future viral outbreak. Take regular showers and wash your hair more than you normally would. Your hair catches and holds a lot of germs. Um, you know, think about it. Your hair is always flying about and people are talking and brushing by us. You might even have a co-worker that reaches out. Oh, your hair's so pretty today as they stroke your hair. Did they wash their hands before they came out of the bathroom? Hmm, something to think about. Now, I have long hair. Being a musician, I've got hair halfway down my back, okay? When I go outside to mow the lawn, to do work up on the roof, to, you know, fix a water break, or, you know, any time I go outside and the wind's blowing, or if I roll the windows, crack the windows, or roll the windows down in my vehicle as I'm driving down the road, my hair flies right into, you guessed it, my mouth. Well, I don't know what kind of germs are on my hair. At least I know I'm washing it every day. Um, I hate to admit it, but I used to wash my hair two and th three times a day back when I was um, touring a lot and younger and had healthier hair. Anyway, that's, that's beside the point. It, you know, wash your hair once a day. I mean, I know it's not good for your hair, but you need to keep your hair as clean as, as you can to, to keep germs away from it. Maybe the, you know, I don't know that the COVID-19 virus is going to stick to your hair and, you know, cause transferences that way. But I, you know, other germs I know do stick to your hair. Okay. Now, the simple thing that our government, everybody has been saying, keep your distance from other folks. You know, I think the the subscribed belief these days is six feet. Stay at least six feet. Some people say ten. You know, who just don't be close enough to them to where when, you know, if you're talking to a spitter, that they can spit on you while they're talking to you. Or if they cough, you don't want to be close enough to them that those little particulates that get expelled from their mouth are going to stay in the air long enough to actually get into your system. You want to be far enough that um, hopefully, you know, that all that particulate is going to fall down to the ground before it gets to you. Um, other than washing your hands and, and keeping a safe distance from folks, let, let me just remind you, don't be touching your face. Now, let me say that again. Don't be touching your face. Don't, just don't. Because, you know, I'm sorry if, if somebody coughs over your child while you're in line at the drive-thru and you happen to be walking through. Or, you know, regardless of the case, there's somebody standing close to your kid. They cough. Your kid immediately takes a nose and, or takes a finger and runs it up that nose digging for gold. What's happened? That child has possibly been exposed to the COVID-19 virus. Don't touch your face. 
Don't let your kids touch their face. Another thing to keep in mind, too, now, viruses like this are spread by um, body fluids, okay? If you're an active person, sports, uh, outdoorsman, or you work outdoors for a living, don't touch any open sores or wounds because the virus can get into your body that way, too. Use the kidneys up there in your skull, folks. Just keep washing your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't scratch that scab. In short, just use common sense. I know it's, it's, it's rare these days that folks have it, but use common sense. If you don't know what common sense is, look it up in the damn dictionary for crying out loud. Be mindful of everything you touch. Or what touches you. Just be mindful of it. Another thing, you know, so many people will be out in the world nearby folks, and when they come home, they still wear the same thing they had out. Or if they do change when they get home, they don't go ahead and take a shower, and then they'll put on some clean clothes. Well, now that those clothing items are now possibly contaminated. Then they leave those clothes that they were wearing out just on the floor. The kids can come by, play with them, you know, mess with them, roll around in them. You keep stepping, walking through them, spreading that virus. That's just a thing to do. Nobody knows exactly how long this virus stays alive and transferable on various surfaces. And it gets back to what I was saying earlier. Why? Because it's new. This is, yeah, granted, this, you know, coronaviruses have been around since time immemorial. What makes this one different is that it is different. It's similar to, but not exactly like, the old SARS coronavirus. I mean, all of these viruses are different. They will, the, the base virus will mutate so that it can survive because every living thing wants to survive. Every living thing needs to survive. So this virus is doing what it has to to survive and carry on. Well, that's all I got for you today, but I encourage you to check out my next podcast. I'm going to have a guest who is going to be an interesting fellow. We'll be discussing the many changes that's happened to the music industry over the last half century or more. And probably we'll be talking about some of the challenges to those of us who are in the industry right now, today. So, Just remember this. Keep yourself, your family, and your friends healthy. Wash your hands and don't touch your face. Anyway, folks, God bless you all and keep all of you and your family safe. Toodles for now.